we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Congratulate you, Hall of Famers. So I need to be in the presence Thank of you. radio royalty. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. It's a big deal. I think that y'all have a certain amount of respect for, you know, what everybody else does. And y'all are just the best at what y'all do. We love y'all, man. Thank you for being the people's champs. Probably the greatest. All three of y'all. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MB. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday! Yes, it's Thursday. Good morning. Who you say was playing with my chair? Uh, Kirk Franklin. Sat in my chair today and dropped it low just now. Like, god damn. Like, no, he actually switched chairs. He switched chairs. He said uh, oh. the other chair was too low and yours was a little That's higher. That's a fact. I sat in that chair and I felt like, damn, back that ass up <laughs> dropped on. Like, I was like, what the hell? Damn. I thought he did that on purpose. Okay, I was about to say, you don't get into heaven doing stuff like that, Kirk. No, no, no. He didn't do that on purpose. Okay. His chair was too low, so he wanted a higher chair. But Kirk Franklin will be joining us this morning. I missed yes. Kirk yesterday, man. Mm-hmm. My yeah. guy. Legendary Kirk Franklin. Yeah, legendary Kirk Franklin. He's on tour right now. Uh, I think this, he said the tour is like 95% sold out, sold out in every yeah, market. Yeah, every city they've been going to so far has been sold out. Yeah, so he stopped through and, you know, talked about everything. His, his uh, incident with his son. He called it his mixtape. He talked about that and... He talked about things he said he's never talked about before. Absolutely. So. You know what's so crazy? I saw uh, Saturday Entertainment over the weekend because mm-hmm. he was, um, he did, I guess you say performed at Bishop T.D. Jake's birthday party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, had some, he had some jokes for Kirk Franklin. Did he? He did. Kirk, I didn't, Kirk wasn't there, but he had some jokes for Kirk Franklin. I don't know if that's in Cedric's set or he was just riffing because there was a bunch of gospel people there. Uh, but it was pretty funny. Okay. It was based around that whole thing uh, with his son. Yeah. Kirk is the last person I saw like in an airport where it's like people were... Like going crazy, like 
Yeah. Like going crazy for Kirk. I was like, damn. Well, you know, they have a project coming out um, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And so they actually recorded the whole album in a, a prison in Florida. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. And they said it's some a, of the inmates were doing... It's on mass incarceration. Yeah, some of the inmates were doing some of the singing as well, you're saying, right? Yeah, there were 1,300 inmates that are actually singing the chorus and singing. And you can see the video. Actually, it's the video for one of the songs, Kingdom, mm-hmm. right now online. If you watch the video, you can see inside of the prison and you can see... Uh, some of the incarcerated individuals singing. Yeah, absolutely, I'm mad at that. It sounds like it's raising it's a, yeah, raising awareness mm-hmm. for a great cause. And absolutely. he has a lot of family members that have been incarcerated. So. Yeah, so we're gonna kick it with Kirk uh, next hour. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What are we talking about? Well, monthly car payments have hit a record high, and we'll talk about also. A gas station manager who was fired. He yeah. was selling uh, gas for 69 cents a gallon. Yeah, he messed up. Boy, did he mess up. Boy, that was a boo. He messed boy. up for doing the right thing? No, he did well, it by accident. I don't know if that's the right thing. Oh. We'll, we'll talk about well, it when we come back. a great number. Look <laughs> to that man. He's starting already. All right. What? You love to pay something. Wouldn't you love to pay 69 cents for gas? You find I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know where your mind is, sir. I'm just saying I would love to pay 69 cents for gas. I'm sure you would okay. love that. I'm a sure you would love that. And how would you pump that gas? Which way would you pump it? From the front? Slow. From Slow. The, from the back. Slow. I would enjoy every single See? moment. See? Can you imagine paying 69 cents a gallon? How how joyous you would feel? You would relish that. Okay? We don't even pump our own gas in Jersey. You get out and pump it yourself. I'm going to go to somewhere, <laughs> another room. <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, tonight... The Warriors close out this uh, NBA Finals. Warriors, Warriors in six. Boston Celtics in Boston tonight, so we'll see what happens. I expect Steph Curry and Klay Thompson to go off. I expect to see uh, Game Six Game Six Clay show up tonight. I think they're going to go to Game 7. I mean, I we don't. haven't really seen Tatum. I think Tatum's going to... What well, do you mean? Tatum been balling all series. Like, y'all, I, don't know why really. y'all keep, I don't know why y'all keep acting like Tatum hasn't showed up. Tatum has been balling all series. Not points-wise. Yes, he has. What are you well, talking Have you been watching the games? I have sure Tatum have. literally had, had his highest shooting percentage last game. Let's, let's of the series. Okay, let's get some front page. Tatum's averaging at least 24 this series. All right, a California Easily. gas station manager is out of a job. He accidentally was charging customers 69 cents a gallon for God premium that, gasoline instead of the 699 that it was supposed to be. He put the decimal point in the wrong place. God bless So that, the man. ex-manager is Don Chekasina. And it's an independently owned Shell station, so people were going crazy. They said they stormed that Shell gas station in Rancho Cordova, California, after word spread on social media. And it ended up costing the gas station about $20,000, by the way. So yeah, they, 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 they You'll get a, into heaven. They're doing a GoFundMe. They right? do have a GoFundMe, okay. and so they're trying to raise $20,000 and because they want to repay his old employer. So they want to raise the money that was lost. So far, it's not. And you were right with Tatum. He had 27, 23, 26, 28, and 12. You were correct. Warriors in six. I see. Step the Splash Brothers is going to show up big tonight. Steph Curry going to score 50. I see Warriors in six. Clay going to score 30 plus. But All I right. And <laughs> I didn't know that you could just do that. You could just set the gas prices yourself? Well, he's the manager. So he has to, you know, when the gas prices change, somebody has to change them. And it's an independently owned station. Damn it, man. I mean, he, ma- he made a mistake, right? But yes. he did help a lot of people. It's a $20,000 mistake. I'm sure a lot of people felt like that was a blessing. You know Except what I mean? Except for the people that independently own that gas station. <laughs> That's they true. They lost $20,000. I, I, I agree. But, you know, you got to look at this. There's two sides to everything. Yes, they lost $20,000. But then a lot of people got to fill up their gas tank today or that day. All right, now monthly car payments have hit a record high of seven hundred and twelve dollars last month. So that is the average uh, monthly car ba- payment. They said that new vehicle prices average about forty-seven thousand dollars. That's the second highest on record ever. Let me tell you guys, I, I got a Ford Explorer, right, fully loaded. It was one seventy-eight three years ago. That was the lease on that car. I had to turn that car in, and I wanted the same car again. And for the same car again, that car is. Five ninety eight, from one seventy to five ninety. That is ridiculous for the same car. Nothing different. That's ridiculous. Payments yeah, are I ended up roof. getting a new car, and whew, I don't even talk about it's it. It's ridiculous. All right, and the federal. And don't y'all wish the car dealer had made a mistake and sold it to y'all for yes, a lower I price? Definitely. <laughs> and I can guarantee you, they'll be like, actually, this is what you owe. Yeah. All right, now the Federal Reserve has hiked interest rates by 0.75%, and that's significant. They raised those rates yesterday, escalating a strategy. They're trying to increase borrowing costs to dial back inflation. How does that help? We just talked about payments are high, and they're going to raise interest rates some more? Well, they want to—so what that does is— 
in theory, it should slash inflation by slowing the economy and eating away at demand. So that's the strategy. So if you remember during the pandemic when people weren't spending money like that, that's why they lowered it so much in order to increase people's uh, purchasing. But now they want to slow it down. And so that's going to increase everything from credit card fees to mortgage rates. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. It's up, baby. Yeah, they're saying this does show confidence in the health of the job market because there's a lot of jobs available now, but the speed with which interest rates are expected to go up underscores the concern about the cost of the soaring cost of living also. So let me ask you a question. Yesterday I was driving by and I passed Burger King. Burger King said, we're hiring. We're paying $15 an hour, right? You want to pick up an extra job? Yes. $15 an hour, right? But if interest rates go over 6% to purchase a home, even a small home or whatever it may be, how could you possibly afford it with interest rates at 6 7% and fifth, and you're making $15 an hour? How well, does that work? That's exactly why inflation is a problem, sir. Because it's like even if you do have that job and you're bringing home money, everything's going up, sir. So you're kind of in the same position. Yes, credit card rates going up, interest rates going up. You're talking about cars going up. So if I make $15 I mean, $15 the rates will end, end up going back down. You know, just right now they're trying to slow down the economy. It's not going to stay there. So I mean, the only thing we can do at this point is thug it out. Like, that's just the truth to the matter. And like, there's, I, there's, yeah. there's really nothing you can do. Like, you know, you, you have to buy gas. You have to pay yes. your car payments. You have to pay your rent. Like, you have no choice. So, you know, if, if you can pick up another job or do some extra things to make some money, you just, you got to. What That's happened to all those crypto people? Remember the crypto people that was like... I mean, the same thing that happened to the stock market people. $19. Everything's down. But some people look at it like, hey, it's on sale right now. If you have the money if to buy it. you got extra money. Yeah. If you have the money. Which a and lot of people don't. Let's be clear. Stock market and crypto and all that is for extra money. It's not like you're supposed to be doing that uh, with money that you can't spare. If you can't spare it, don't do it. In a capitalist society, the rich keep getting richer. That's all it is. And when, situa- mm-hmm. when situations like this happen and people are down, people that actually have money, they take advantage. Sadly, that's just the way the system is designed. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Burger King after this job. All right. I saw well, a commercial yesterday it. for a quarter pounder. That thing looks so good. <laughs> did it? <laughs> it did, man. Uh, that, what I quarter pounder commercial. They made that quarter pounder look so damn tasty on TV yesterday, boy. They got chicken fries over there now. I was like, I can tell. Oh, ch- I don't like. I don't like how them chicken fries look. Yeah. I, I like. I don't like my chicken in fry form. I saw. Yeah. I, I know the Burger King commercial you got. Drop on the clues, bombs, McDonald's, and Burger King. Y'all got some tasty ass looking absolutely uh, commercials. Yes. And the way food costs right now, four dollars for everything. Four dollars for a whole menu sounds like a good bargain. Yeah, what is that? Like you can get everything for four dollars. We got I, I seen it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know we trading good health, but still, <laughs> Jesus Christ, goodness man. gracious, my fat ass. You know, I said for four dollars. Well, I can get all that. Feed it. All right, Let well. me do an edible. Let me do 20 milligrams real quick and pull up the McDonald's. I'll be good. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm telling. I'm telling. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? And this is D-Bell from Houston. What's going on, DJ Envy? D-Bell, what's up, man? Get it off your chest, brother. Well, well first of all, good morning, you know, Charlamagne, the guard, Angela Yee. D-Bell, peace, King. All, I, got two, I got two things I want to get off my chest. First of all, DJ Envy, I don't understand why you still want to come down to Houston and embarrass yourself with this car Uh-oh. show. Man, did you not did you not see those cars that Lynn had at Rick Ross car show, man? And you still want to come down here and embarrass yourself? I seen them old ass cars. Yeah, we come actually my cars just landed in those, Houston. Those cars are called classics, sir. Uh, the twenty cars uh loaded and uh yeah, we gonna have some fun, man. You are you coming to the show? Man, I'm not going to lie. I got to work that day, but I'm still coming. I'm okay. That's what it is. Get there early, man. We're going to have a lot of fun. I'm actually, uh, when I land in tomorrow, I'm, I'm going to pull up. I think we're going to drive all 20 cars to Turkey Leg Hut uh, tomorrow. So we're going to pull up in front of it, and um, we're going to eat some turkey legs, and then we're going to head over to the car show. But, yeah, come on out. Bring the kids. It's a family fun day. Rides, amusement, um, amusement games. We're going to have, uh, what, what do they call the, uh, the aerobics? What's the aerobics? Yeah. Aerobics. The, uh, double Dutch. Double Dutch aerobics. Oh, double Dutch like, aerobics. We're going to teach kids how to, to uh, jump double Dutch. There's going to be face painting. There's so many different things. It's, it's a family fun day. It's going to be, bring the kids, man. Uh, I'm almost certainly going to do that. Um, second thing is, so as far as occupation, I'm a truck driver. I deliver gas around Houston, right? Mm-hmm. I can't I can't stand when I'm out there dropping gas. I be having, like, it be random people walking up to me like, hey, 
hey, can you fill up my gas tank? Hey, can you meet me <laughs> around the corner and, and put gas in my tank? Do you want me to go, do you want me to do federal time in prison? Like, I'm, I'm not understanding. Like, make it make sense. Damn, you get federal time for that? What? You're stealing gas? What? I didn't know that. Yeah, you get 10 plus years. Oh, damn. I did not know they don't, that. They don't care about your livelihood. They just want some free gas. They just want some free gas. You can't, you, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't blame them though. Yeah, I mean, for wanting to put, not caring about if you go to jail. I'm no, so, for wanting sure free gas. I'm I mean, sure well, y'all are so that rich that y'all do not see what's going on with other people. Like, sh- imagine going up to somebody who has a job to do and asking them to steal something and give it to imagine you. Imagine not being I able mean, to take your on. kids to school or being able to get to work because you can't fill up your gas tank. I'm That's what people are at right now. Somebody to risk their livelihood. D-Bell, you see what you what argument you started? I'm here, just man? saying, like <laughs> people are going through it. Act, act like you can't understand why people are asking for free gas is crazy. Yes, I can understand why they would ask. I'm not saying he should do it. I mean, I, I get, I get your point. I get your point. <laughs> like, let me go to the bank. Give me some money. <laughs> yes. As if, as if I'm really free money. Like, yeah, pull your car up. I got you. Like, come on, man. Let's be, let's be serious. Well, D-Bell, hey, I greatly appreciate y'all time. Hey, follow me on Instagram. Oh, by the way, I'm having my first child. I got a daughter on the way. She's gonna congrats, bro. Congratulations, brother. Yay! I appreciate it. I appreciate it, y'all. I'm, I'm gonna be the best father ever. But hey, follow me on Instagram. Dbell four zero zero again. Dbell four hundred. Follow me. Dbell, can I ask you one last question? Yes, sir. Can you pull that gas truck in the back of the uh, car show <laughs> so I can pull up my car? Hey, man, I don't speak no English, man. Me speak no English. <laughs> I'm going to tie that at the bank. Can y'all just make, give me some money? I'll make a deal with you. I'll make a deal with you, DJ Iggy. If you, if you outshine uh, 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 Lynn at the car show, I will be sure to fill all y'all gas tanks up for free on me. And then if, if he loses, then if he loses, then what? Hey, man, I need, I need, I need all y'all booked. I need a book from uh, DJ Envy. I need a book from all the books from Charlemagne the God. And I need a, uh, a, a bag of your uh, coffee, uh, uh, Angela Yee. I think you should have asked Envy to give you all his cars if he loses. That sounds yeah. like more of a fair trade. D-Bell, I see you at the car show. And, and pull up on me, D-Bell. I got you with a book, brother. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. Peace and blessing. This is Sean Stone with Sean Stone TV. Good morning, Breakfast Club. What up, Sean brother? Stone, peace, King. Get it off your chest. Hey, Charlamagne, good morning. DJ Henry, good morning. Uh, Angela Yee, good morning. Good morning. Oh, uh, man, gas prices. It's crazy high out here. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to tell people. Uh, it's... Hey, man. I went to the gas station recently for $8, man. Now, I remember when $8 to, you know, get your tank up to halfway. Yeah, no, nah, not anymore. That, that, that's, a ga- that's a gallon and a, and a half. Not even a half nowadays. Man, it's crazy. So I just want to shout out the guy that charged 69 cents for gas. <laughs> man. And Charlamagne, don't try to twist it, too, man. I didn't try to switch nothing. I am happy that that guy gave y'all 69. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Nicole. What's up, Nicole? Get it off your chest. Yeah, I just wanted to do a birthday shout out to my husband, Jimmy Ray Parker Jr. He turned 33 today, so I want to say happy birthday, baby, and I love you. Happy birthday to him, all right? What y'all doing for his birthday? So he works today. He he works for the bus uh, for Via down here in San Antonio. So he works today, but y'all got the weekend. I'm gonna take him out to go eat. Y'all got the weekend. Yeah, the weekend too. Damn. So when's his next yeah, off day? He be going. He be going in at like three in the morning. So his next off day is probably Monday. Okay. Jeez. We'll plan right. something nice for him. I got a whole bunch of stuff. I got him like a tool set and everything and some shoes and some cologne. So whenever we go out, he's going to be fresh. Okay. You know what's crazy? I saw somebody yeah, yesterday, they were talking about, um, they, they, they they asked the young lady, I think I saw it on Ball Alert, and I guess mm-hmm. they, was trying to, they were trying to shame him because he asked the young lady, is there any way we can find something to do and hang out where we don't have to have to spend any money? You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, why y'all shaming him for this? That's a legitimate question right now. People don't have it. Well, not for nothing. You know, when when, when I was dating my wife, we didn't have any money. So exactly. We used to drive around. Well, I don't know if this is a good idea anymore, yeah, but we used to we drive used to around about- rich neighborhoods and look at the big houses because that was what we mm. would do. And like, we would, you know, it, like, oh, one day we would have that. And we would drive and, you know, rich neighborhoods. Yeah, don't do that now. Yeah, People are going to call the police yeah. on you. Yeah. Definitely you go for a nice walk outside and go yeah. to the park. I don't know. It's kind of violent out here right now. Some people staking our neighborhood right now. You can't be driving around neighborhoods looking at houses in this climate. You're right. Okay.
Hello, who's this? Hello. Hello, good morning. Yes, how are you? Uh, we're doing well. Get it off your chest, brother. Uh, yes, sir. I had a question for Charlemagne the guy real quick, man. Yes, sir. Uh, Charlemagne, I was wondering if there's any possibility that uh, you can help me with uh, mental therapy or receiving it. Um, cause I know you're a big advocate for it. That's uh, easy. Right now, uh, yeah, right now I don't really have the help insurance. Um, to, to really afford, you know, affordable mental, you know, therapy. So, I'm wondering if you can help me out with that. That's easy. I mean, that's what my organization does, my uh, the Mental Wealth Alliance. So, I'm, I'm going to get your email and um, we're going we gonna to set something up for you, brother. Hold on. Where you okay. at? Uh, Baltimore, man. Okay. We'll figure it out. I'm going to put you on hold. I'm hold get on. You don't hang up, okay? All right. Hello. Who's this? This is John from Houston. It's all homicide. Good morning, DJ Henry. John from Houston. What's up, brother? Get it off your chest. Hey. I want to say thank you guys for last month for donating the money to uh, get the uh, the pillows at the homeless community. It was a blast. We got almost 260 pillows we bought. We fed over 400 homeless. And we thank you guys so much. We love you guys for your support. We donated and one time. more thing. Yes, sir. How do okay. I redeem the tickets uh, for Sunday for the car show? What do you mean? I, I didn't get any. How do I get the tickets for the car show? You bought, you bought tickets or did I say I was going to give you tickets? Oh, you said you're going to give us tickets? Okay, then, yeah, the Mercedes put it, yeah, I sent it to Mercedes. The name is on the list, so uh, I have your full information when you gave it to me before. Just She'll be right at the door. She, we have a list of people yeah. that are coming in. And I hope I get to uh, see you, meet you on Sunday. I'll definitely time. be a blessing. I, I'll be there the whole time. I ain't going nowhere. I'll be there the whole time. Give him a hug, bro. <laughs> hey, uh, Charlamagne, thank you so much, and we love you, brothers. Thank you guys. Have a blessed day. And NV, be safe when you travel to you this weekend. And I'll see you then, brothers. <laughs> All right, brother. Be love safe. You, Bring your family out, too, bro. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now we got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes. Imagine making up a story because you want to back out of something, out of going to work. Well, we'll tell you who lied and said that he actually had to back out of a tour because he was watching the solar eclipse without wearing eye protection. My goodness. All right. We'll get into that next. That's a good one. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, Joey Badass does admit that the solar eclipse stunt that he did, he uh, said those things because he was quitting the Logic Tour. If you guys recall, this happened uh, back in 2017. He said, am I crazy for watching the eclipse today with no glasses? I've sun gazed before and afterwards saw colors for a whole day. I didn't die, though. This ain't the first solar eclipse, and I'm pretty sure our ancestors ain't have no fancy eyewear. Also pretty sure they all ain't go blind. Then the next day, he tweeted out, due to unforeseen circumstances, my Cleveland, Chicago, and Toronto shows on the Everybody Tour are canceled. All right, so now he's on social media, and he said, speaking of solar eclipses, you know I never got any type of eye damage from that solar eclipse-ish that happened. I just really wanted an excuse to be off the Logic Tour. Blogs literally created a story, and I went with it because it was convenient for me at the time. But it was also funny to see how gullible people are. It taught me a valuable lesson. Whatever the media puts out in unison, people will simply believe, even if the source isn't validated, scary world. Oh, we know that. That was, he, that's that was five years ago. It's only gotten worse since then. I wonder if he could get sued for that, though. And he said, and logic is my N-word, by the way. I ain't with no logic slander. The tour just wasn't serving me well at the time. Oh, well, he's half your N-word. Enjoy that. He's stupid. But I wonder if he could get sued for that, because, you know, you're you running a tour, and you're saying, I can't do the tour anymore because of eye Well, damage. he probably told logic the real reason, mm. and then that was just something public. Okay. So I don't know that you could get sued for that. Yeah, right. And, he, and he, he never said that, right? They ran with it. Well, I guess he put that. Um, yeah, and blogs, that blogs out. ran with that story. And then the next day, he never said that. Though he yeah, never, he never said, said, hey, said, "I'm quitting the tour quitting. because mm-hmm. I looked at the sun." All right, now Monique and Netflix have reached a settlement in the lawsuit, the discrimination lawsuit that was citing racial and gender biases. According to the Hollywood Reporter, they're saying that the uh, two sides of the legal disagreement have moved to dismiss the suit, and specifics regarding the agreement have not been made public. So the so what does that mean? So that they came to some sort of agreement behind the scenes and dismissed it. Was it monetary? Mm. Or we don't know. We don't know. It's, we just said it's not public. Mm. So I don't know what, if there was any monetary compensation mm-hmm. or whatever. But they have moved on past that. Okay, Shaquille O'Neal has paid a tab of over $25,000. And that was for the entire restaurant. Uh, he was on a date at Julon Club in New York City. And not only did he give a generous tip to the wait staff, he also covered the tab for everybody that was there. It was 40 tables. 
that night. Shout to Shaq. He he does that a lot though. But shout to Shaq, man. Mm-hmm. So must have been a nice surprise for everybody who was there. Like, what? No, Bill. Well, thank mm-hmm. you so much. I'm telling you, especially in this era, when you re- even even though people that were probably there probably had money, but just when you can give somebody a little bit of relief, do it. Now Shaq does that a lot. Shout to Shaq. He'll be in Best Buy and buy people stuff. He'll be in restaurants. He'll, he does that a lot. Sneaker stores. Shaq, and congratulations to Snoop Dogg and his wife. They celebrated their 25th wedding anniversary. Nice. They went on vacation to Bora Bora. So shout out to them. Congrats, uh, Snoop. Now his wife Shante Brodus tweeted out. We go together real bad. After all these years, we still look at each other the same. That's dope. Alexa play anniversary from Tony, Tony, Tony. We go together real bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Salute to Snoop. He said that was his first vacation in 30 years. 30 years, yeah. But I guess because he's always traveling. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, does it really work if you're having fun doing it? Yeah, it's the best work is when you can have fun doing it. Mm-hmm. All right, Eminem and CeeLo are prepping their Elvis soundtrack single, The King and I. It's actually coming out today. And the King and I will hit all services at noon, by the way. So some people have already previewed some of this, and here's the song. All right, so get ready for that new song today from Elvis. And that is your rumor report. All right. From Elvis? Mm-hmm. It's a movie. About oh, oh, from the sound. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. All they right. got old Elvis vocals? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. Now we got front page news next. What are we talking about? Yes, and this weather. Man, listen, we, we've been telling you guys about this heat wave that's going on. It's a record heat wave. 100 million people affected. We'll give you some updates. All right. Now, today is uh, Tupac's birthday. And you know he cares if don't nobody else care. <laughs> Tupac cares. Do we have any Pac joints? Can we play? Did he put one in? No? Eddie, you put it in? Hey. Wow, times have changed when you uh, have to put a Tupac record into a hip-hop and R&B station. All right, well, we'll, wow. be, we'll be playing some Pac joints this morning. Times have really changed. Front page news is next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela Yee here. The General Insurance is a quality insurance company that's been saving people money for nearly 60 years. Switch to The General and you could save over $500. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc. and Insurance Agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Tonight, the Warriors take on the Boston Celtics for Game 6. They wrap it up tonight. Warriors in 6. Uh, I expect Steph Curry to have a fantastic game. I said 50 points are better. I'm just talking, though. Hey, but uh, Game 6, Clay is definitely going to show up. But I feel like they close it out tonight. Nah, I think Boston takes this one at home. But I don't see it. We'll see. Now, what else we got, Yeezy? All right. Well, the record heat wave is continuing with 100 million people affected. More than 20 states are seeing dangerously hot temperatures this week. Mm. And they're saying in Chicago, they actually hit 98 degrees, and that's their warmest weather since 2012. And in Detroit, 97 degrees yesterday. It's the hottest recorded June temperature in the city since 2012. Now, this heat is causing death in Kansas uh, cattle. So they're saying an estimated 10,000 head of fat cattle have, have died because of this. So final death numbers continue to come in, but that was just an early number. Now listen, you know I'm from South Carolina, the low country, 843 Monk's Corner all day, so I'm used to hell-like conditions, but when I was in Dallas this weekend, I've never felt mm-hmm. no heat like that. Like, we was in the car and it said it was 108 degrees, and when you stepped outside, it felt every bit of it, to the mm. point where I was like, look, while we're outside, we're not going to walk around too much. So everybody be <laughs> as still as possible, <laughs> okay? Drink a lot of water, and it was one of those things, like, we was at Bishop T.D. Jake's birthday party, so while people was walking in, you just getting a wave until I can get inside, okay? <laughs> Ain't nobody walking over to greet nobody right now. It's too hot. Yeah, and it's really dangerous in Nevada. They're saying with the dry conditions and extreme heat, it's opportunity for wildfires. Wow. So that's another danger. All right, now today's January 6th hearings are continuing. And uh, the focus today is going to be about Vice President, former Vice President Mike Pence. 
And so committee aides are saying that Trump's pressure campaign against Pence directly contributed to the violence on January 6th. They said Mike Pence's life was in danger as rioters were chanting, hang Mike Pence. There's also going to be new materials and documents about Mike Pence's movements on January 6th and what he was doing when the Senate chamber was forced to evacuate after rioters breached the U.S. Capitol. The hearing is also going to focus on Trump's attorney, John Eastman's theory. The theory was that Pence had the authority to overturn the election results when Congress certified Joe Biden's victory. It was a theory that Trump's own White House attorneys said was not true. They rejected that, but his allies embraced what John Eastman had to say. And so that's going to also uh, basically they they have a bunch of emails that they sent related to the efforts to overturn the election that could shed new light on Donald Trump's attorney's thinking in the days leading up to January 6th. And they are reiterating Pence did not have the authority to subvert the election. So, yeah, I mean, I always thought that was so strange that the fact that all those people was chanting hang Mike Pence and uh, they didn't get charged with threatening a government official like that's a felony. Like, that's a felony. That's punishable by up to five years of of prison. That should have been a layup. Right. So, you know, we've been encouraging people to make sure that you pay attention to what's going on. And, you know, Donald Trump is right now weighing whether to announce his 2024 bid before the midterms. And so his advisors are divided on the timing of what should happen. He's been talking to people and trying to figure out what he should do. Um, he could announce now. It would this this case will impact nothing unless they're going to actually press charges on Donald Trump. And they they already said that they have enough to indict him. Unless they're going to do that, it's, it's not going to impact nothing. By the way, they could indict him and it still wouldn't impact nothing. His supporters are diehard. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, Kirk Franklin will be joining us. He has a new project dropping. He's on tour, and we're gonna kick it with him. All right. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. We have Kirk Franklin. Welcome back. (laughs) Man, listen, y'all are making this home for me, man. I'm totally grateful for that. Now, you are running around like you are a brand new artist, like you're starving. Ah. You was in uh, Toronto, uh, and uh, they said you had plane trouble, so you drove all the way from Toronto. Bro, bro. And that's not brand new artist business, by the way, because it was a private jet problem. No, but it still broke down, but he could have said... <laughs> That's not no brand new artist but business. But he could have said, I'm not coming. But he said, you know what? He got in the car and they drove all the way down there. It's the breakfast club. <laughs> How long was that drive? I think it was like eight out. It was like eight or nine hours. Goodness gracious. Yeah, Do you yeah. prefer driving over flying anyway, though? You know, it just kind of depends on where you're driving. You mm-hmm. know, it kind of depends where you're driving. I would prefer flying. Absolutely. That right there, but because the uh, tour bus was driving so fast... All the eggs were falling out of the fridge, and yeah, man, it's like it was horrible. It was horrible. Last night, people were falling out of bunks because we were speeding trying to get here. You know, again, it's the breakfast club. Well, no, we appreciate you. You're Kirk Franklin, so let's not forget that. Absolutely. This is a big deal, and you know we need your energy at times, too. Oh, you're very kind. Well, all the time, because there's so much going on in the world. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is, man. And that's why I'm glad to be here to talk about, man, this uh, new collab with these kids. And I got their hat on because their bus... Uh, it's like about 30, 40 minutes behind. <laughs> and so, you know, um, and yeah, trust me, because the studio was supposed to be full of them. So really today, man, I want to just really celebrate, man, these kids that I want America to know. There's a community mm-hmm. of, of young people that know about them, but there's a whole other community that uh, that I really want to introduce them to. Well, tell us about them. They're yeah, in yeah, Maverick man. City? Yeah, yeah, Where are they sir. from? Tell us about them. Are, are they signed to you? Or? No, 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 no. no. The they were founded by these two incredible guys, uh, Tony and JJ. And Tony and JJ were very prolific in the contemporary Christian space, writing some really huge Christian songs. And they put together this collective of like these little young juggernauts. Like I call them the Avengers. And it's like a collective of these young worship kids. And so over the last few years, it has exploded. Like we're on tour right now and the average attendance, the average attendance is 10,000. Yeah, it's a sold-out tour. So Maverick City, all right, so correct me, or I just want you to explain the inception of it. So was it more like a writing camp when it first started? Okay, so tell me how this all happened. Okay, and I'm giving it to you second, and it's because, remember, this happened outside of me. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm just here really because I was uh, really, really blessed to be part of this collab album, you know, kind of like, you know, how you saw... 
uh, Lincoln Park and Jay. I'm not calling myself Jay. I'm not calling myself Jay. <laughs> you know, you. I'm Kirk. You know, um, but um, they were songwriters that came from like these worship. I mean, they were just they were, they were like worship leaders at the church, mm -hmm. and they came together as like young writers up under Tony and JJ. Mm -hmm. Who you know, shout out to them because everything started with the vision from them. Mm -hmm. And then they they just put these kids together and they just started writing in like houses and cribs and the songs started to take off. And what really blew them up uh, um, was YouTube. They were posting all of their worship stuff on YouTube and man, man they would get like 50, 60 million views. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's just a, it's beautiful to see what they've done in the space. A lot of it has been in the contemporary Christian space. And now they are also kind of you know, just, just really gaining momentum in gospel. And for people that don't know, uh, historically, contemporary Christian uh, has mainly been non-African-American mm -hmm. and gospel has been mainly African-American. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. It's unfortunate, mm -hmm. I've always hated that. I did not know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, contemporary Christian has always been more of our other brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. And then gospel has been mainly black and brown folk. What made, what made you go on the road with them? and do a project with them, you know, because you've done numerous projects, I'm sure they, they have done. So what made you say, you know what, I'm going to extend my arm and, and introduce them to the people that are already my fans, people that follow me, the people that, that are already been following me? What made you do that? Wow, well, great question. Well, I was invited. They um, they they reached out to me, and they didn't have to. But I'm, I'm telling you, man, their machine is growing like, like it's a phenomenon. Right. Angela, it's a phenomenal. It has man. to give you like a fresh type of energy too. I'm humble by it. Mad humble but they didn't have to. Mm -hmm. Like I'm telling you, these kids are on fire by themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, like they've always shown me love. They've always called me, you know, they always call me Uncle Kirk and you know, you know, we're following in your footsteps with, but really they're killing my footsteps. And so um uh, Monday morning after the Super Bowl I got a call about yo man, what do you think about you and uh Mav City doing this? Uh, tour together like a co-headlining tour and we're on stage together the whole night wow yeah 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 like it's a co-headlining tour and it's like we were at Prudential Center last week mm -hmm. it wasn't a seat available and you've wow. been to Prudential yeah absolutely. no it looks lit just from the um, videos oh, that you guys have been posting yeah. so the album Kingdom Book One that you guys the collaboration album can you talk about the process of recording that together yes ma'am yes ma'am you know Tony and JJ's vision uh, Tony's mom was incarcerated Mm -hmm. And so he, uh, as as a young boy, he would have to go visit her in prison. And it, and what's crazy about it is that my sister has been in and out of prison all her life for drug addiction. So she was incarcerated the longest, like 15 years. My grandfather was in prison for murder. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, and then my sister's dad was in prison. So, and, and unfortunately, they were all in prison at the same time wow. in the state of Texas. So is I come from that type of background as far as my personal so I can identify. So what we did is we recorded the album in a prison in Miami, Florida, in the Everglades. So we recorded this album live in a prison, bro. And and you've got the men of this prison standing behind singers and standing next to singers. And and we went in earlier and they were teaching the they were teaching the prisoners the songs. So you got the prisoners singing along with sopranos and altos and tenors and dudes, and just like this big harsh part of just people needing hope. It's because, you know, you can be still on the outside but still be in prison. Right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so you've got people that are all looking for freedom. And, and, and the first single, one of the lines is, uh, we're singing freedom, you know, and our testimonies will be singing forever and ever always. And so, you know, man, we just want to show people what the kingdom looks like. Because, you know, you know, we also know that some people are victims of mass incarceration. Yes. Uh, and, and we also know that there are some men that have made mistakes. We just want to show people that if you've made mistakes or if you were looked over or if you were done wrong, that your story doesn't end behind bars. I saw you guys did a video to that song where it's actually in a prison. Yes, ma'am. And I, I think you said 1,300 inmates were providing the chorus Incredible. and the, the vocals. You know how amazing that is when you watch the video? It is really, because it is such an issue in our community, mass incarceration, yes. and seeing something like that is really like, these are human beings, and a lot human of times beings. there's so much inhumane treatment when you're yes. incarcerated that yes. it's hard for people, people don't have a lot of sympathy too. Yes. They yes. think you're in jail, you did something wrong, you're a bad person. Yes. And that is not really how it goes yes. most yes. of the time. Yes, as soon as my sister got out of prison, just the lack of support. If her brother was not Kirk, 
you know, some of these things would have just gotten overlooked. It's, you know, and, and can you imagine how many people get out and don't have the resources? Right. Um, I remember when my sister got out the very first time, uh, it was it was over 20 years ago, and, and I got her a place to stay. I got her put in situations, but if I if she didn't have those resources, she, she would have gotten lost. And so I think it's beautiful what Tony and JJ are doing. I think that this album is going to speak to people mm -hmm. that are either behind bars in their minds or souls or physically that uh, everybody makes up the king. All right, we got more with Kirk Franklin. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Mm. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with Kirk Franklin. Now, recently you said uh, at a show that you felt like our generation let down the younger generation. Mm. Why do you feel that way? Oh, man, I do. It's because I really do feel, especially when it comes to faith, is I believe that when it comes to faith, that we we let religiosity lead the narrative of people's relationship with God, meaning that we set principles that were more cultural than they were bibliocentric. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's like, you know, makeup, or, you know, or how you dress or what you say, or you can't do this, you can't do that. Like we led with the narrative of what you can't do. Well, that's a horrible way to start a conversation. Right. That's a horrible way to build a, a relationship is that if I meet you, the first thing I do is I give you a list of what you can't do. But the narrative of the faith is especially the Christian faith, and, and that's why we say that Western Christianity and the teachings of Jesus Christ are not synonymous, mm -hmm. right? They are not the same. And so uh, if I give you a list of your freedoms and everything that is written with love ink, mm -hmm. then we have a better opportunity to, to kind of get a great start. Mm -hmm. But what we did is that we passed on to the next generation a list of what they can't do. Right. This is wrong, this is wrong. And that's, a, and that's a hell of a way to start a relationship. And so that is a great mistake that we've done with passing to the next generation the message and the love of Jesus. Yeah, no, you're right. I've heard stories of, of young girls who get pregnant, getting kicked out of their church because Yo, of that. Sit down. Yeah, and Saucy Santana, he was up here talking about his mom is a pastor. Mm. And, you know, when he came out, it was like, we got to pray this gay out of you type of situation. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's very unfortunate that we have not done life with people. Mm -hmm. But to do life with people is very intrusive. It's very invasive, you know, it's, it's because the real uh, uh, church is supposed to let you in and we're supposed to let you into our junk. It's like the problem, the reason why we keep people arm length away is that because if we let you in too close, you get to see that we don't have it together as much as we try to make sure that you got it together. Mm -hmm. Now you also had Kingdom Business, so it's so interesting that you yeah, talked about this. Yeah, did you like Kingdom Business? Did you did you yes, see any of it? Yes, and I saw the first two episodes on BT Plus. Mm -hmm. And so what I like about that is everything you just kind of touched on here is kind of what Kingdom Business is about, and it's your first time also uh, in that role where you're a produ mm -hmm. you're pro you produced it. I'm right? an executive producer mm -hmm. along with Devon Franklin, Holly Davis Carter. Shout out to them. Shout out to BT. And if you could tell, they really put a bag behind. Yeah, it looks like, good. Yo, I mean, I, just by who's in it and then bringing y'all on board, man, you got to put a bag behind man. it. Man, and it is a story of the church and the juxtaposition of who can come in, mm -hmm. who's allowed in, and who has to say so, who can and can't come in. Gotcha. Right, so can you see a stripper as a gospel singer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And being yeah, accepted yeah. as a gospel singer? Because really, like, you can find God anywhere. You yeah, can find yeah, God yeah. in the strip club, and that's yeah. a great way to reach mm. that audience. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm going to the strip club right. to be trying to reach <laughs> But you're not going to say, if you want to be a gospel singer, you can't. Because well, it's I would say that if you want to be a gospel singer, see first of all, she asks really great questions. <laughs> right. I, look and see, see this one know what she's doing. That's right. She's been practicing. <laughs> <laughs> I am saying that all of our faiths, uh, it is a journey, mm -hmm. right? It's almost like as a married man, can a married man go to a strip club and still have a healthy marriage? I would think that at some point, the love relationship of the wife should pull the man in another trajectory mm -hmm. that she should not have to be on his back about it but see love should pull us what if there's good seafood in there because you know a lot of the strip clubs yeah, see, have I would amazing say it chefs it depends why you go to the strip yeah. club let me tell you something I know your wife this, loves seafood I saw her eating something. on your page this and you love her this is hilarious because it's, it's, it's reason <laughs> what, what I'm trying to say this is you know let me tell you something about the breakfast club <laughs> they know what they're doing <laughs> if you come up in here you gotta be prepared that's right <laughs> I would say the Red Lobster got good biscuits too, and so they do. yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you want to look at biscuits, you can go to Red Lobster and look at them biscuits. But, but you know your records playing the strip club. Yeah, but I'm not going to go. <laughs> but I'm not. This is you gotta hilarious. throw some money when your record comes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, money when your record comes. Oh, I was gonna ask you like the record with I you and little you. baby, right? 
<laughs> the record with me and Lil Baby. Yeah. Record did great. Record did well. Wow. How many rappers after that reached out to you to do a record with you, if any? Well, no, I've had many just throughout the years. Just, mm -hmm. just, just, you know, you know, uh, yeah, uh, even after Ultralight Beam with Kanye, mm -hmm. you know, um, and, and, and I think that for me, I try to be very careful. Like I just did a, a record with DJ Mustard. Mm -hmm. uh, um, uh, he reached out to me for, for me to do something. And I just did LMA's uh, record. It's, I try to be very, very methodical mm -hmm. in what I do. It's because I don't ever want to be the gospel go-to guy for rap albums. It's because I don't want, it's I don't want my posture to be that my intent is to not be anything but to spread this message. Mm -hmm. And I don't want um, the the gospel to ever look like it's a novelty and that it's a hook that I really would love to be able to do relationship with people. Mm -hmm. So I really try to do music with people that there is some type of history of either they know of my music, they've had an experience with my music, versus somebody who really may not know me but may have heard me on something that's, oh, you know, let's let's get my guy on this. Right. It's because I'm all about relationship. And so I would much rather build relationship with somebody than just to write a hook or an intro for their album. So how do you feel when, uh, uh, let's say a rapper does a, a quote unquote gospel album, right? And they do a gospel album and you take it serious because this is this is your life, this is how you live, this is what you preach. It's what I believe, yeah, what you yeah, believe. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. when you see uh, a rapper do a gospel album, right? And then from the gospel album, they go back and then do a, a regular album. Does it seem like a novelty? Does it seem like it's done just to get accolades because they don't necessarily believe it because if they believed it, they would stay in it but they go left to right. So do you still, yeah, yeah. How, how do you feel about that yeah. when you see? Great question. It's I think that it must be done with a great sense of soberness. It's because, you know, it's, sometimes we think that the trajectory of growth is always linear, mm -hmm. but it's not always linear, right? Sometimes growth is like this, right? Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes you do this and you fall back and you do this, you falter. It's, you know, one of the greatest examples that I uh, can uh, have is that, you know, I had a very close relationship with R. Kelly, mm -hmm. very close relationship, and, 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 and was not aware of the trauma that he was creating uh, in its linear form. You know, um, this was back in 94, uh, this was right before I Believe I Can Fly, and I had a great relationship with Robert and led Robert to faith. I mean, I, I was 24 years old, mm -hmm. and Robert was in love with this song I did called While We Sing. Mm -hmm. And Robert would show up at my concerts, and you know, I mean, I mean he, he was still R. Kelly at the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, you know, huge. And so, right after our relationship is when he did I Believe I Can Fly, and then I did a, a song on one of his albums, I put a choir on it, and so we were building. We were really building relationships, and Robert got really exposed to some churches and some church people that kind of started being about this in his life. It kind of really pissed him off and did him wrong, you know? And so mm. I just remember those moments. And so I remember, you know, his life like this. I had no idea mm -hmm. that there were these other things going on. I had no idea which, which you know, um, 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 still prayers every day for all of the victims. Um, it's because I do believe that there were victims. Right. Yes, you know, as I believe it. Mm -hmm. When you pray for the victims, you pray for R. Kelly also? I do. Mm -hmm. It's I pray for both. It's because that is the difficult job of making sure that I'm not trying to put myself in God's position. It's I'm not God. And mm -hmm. so I have to uh, humble myself and even the things I don't understand, I've got to be able to pray for everyone. All right, we got more with Kirk Franklin when we come back. Let's get into a classic. This is Kirk Franklin with Stomp. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was Stomp, Kirk Franklin. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Kirk Franklin. Now, you, you mentioned your mixtape. Oh, my God. Why did I say something? You mentioned your mixtape. Now, okay, go ahead. when your mixtape came out... <laughs> See, you know, some people were... I I be no, no, some some people, you know, were, were, were shocked. And some people weren't. Okay, if you think I'm ready to let me say it like this. When your He just hung up the phone. 
me myself, I, I wasn't shocked. We know. And, and the reason I wasn't shocked is because <laughs> your kids will get you to that point. Especially your grown kids. Your grown kids. I, if, if, if I had a mixtape with my son, my son is 18 years old, I got a mixtape too, right? <laughs> but my son knows I love him and he knows mm -hmm. the reason that I do it is because I want to protect him and I care mm -hmm. him and I love him. It didn't come from a place of malice. It came from a place of love, in my opinion. You apologize for it. Mm. Why? The reason why I apologize is because I, I did not want to normalize things that uh, may be things that, that we expect as far as our culture. The things things that we may say, well, that's what my mama did to me, that's what my daddy did to me. It's I don't want to normalize it. It's that I want to be able to acknowledge that there was a standard and I didn't meet the standard. That 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 that's the part of also being a man. That's also being a man of faith. Is acknowledging that, or or to, to me, just trying to be a good man. Is that there is a standard, and I didn't meet it. And because I didn't meet it, I wanted people to know that I'm sorry for doing that. Now, a lot of people would say, "We well, should apologize to your son." You don't know the history there. Mm -hmm. You don't know what all is happening. My son is 34 years old. My son uh, recently was in some trouble, and uh, um, I was there. One thing that bothered me is sometimes it was like, I felt like your son did something to try to hurt you. Yeah. Right? He tried to record that. He tried to embarrass yeah. you. He tried to hurt you. Yeah. How did that make you feel? And what was the conversation like that? Because it's almost like if even if I get in an argument with, with my son, right? We might say some things to, that, to each other that, you know, after we laugh about, Dad, I love you. But I would never think my son would try to do something to bring my empire down or to hurt me or to embarrass me on a huge stage. That's that's what an enemy does. So how did that affect you and, and how did y'all heal from that if y'all did? Um, and the reason I'm asking because there's a lot of parents out yeah, there that have, have yeah. the same similar situation. Yeah, yeah. We historically have tried to keep our journey with our son and his state a private family matter. Right. We, we, uh, is I love my son. Mm -hmm. And we've been here for many, many, many years and I've done everything that I could to try to help him for many, 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 many years. My son is a very talented, beautiful soul and and the way that he was wired mm -hmm. uh, is not necessarily his fault. Uh, some of us are born with very unique wiring. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times in our community, it is hard for us to acknowledge certain wiring. Mm -hmm. you, you know, we, we, we want to think it's something else. Mm -hmm. uh, we see people outside of our communities, they're very quick to lean towards science and medicine and information, right? Mm -hmm. um, not our community, right? You know, we, 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 we historically, when it comes to systems, are very uh, 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 distrusting of systems. And so... We have had to walk through many, many, many layers uh, historically with our son. Uh, my son recently was incarcerated, mm -hmm. right? And 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 so uh, we knew we we we've been watching it for years. I, I mean, this is my boy. Mm -hmm. I know my son, and I've uh, known everything. And so uh, right now, I am proud of him. Is because I think that he is. We are privately trying to trying to address some of those things. And I have to realize, Envy, that he may never be able to understand mm. the gravity of what he did. The, does, does that make sense what I'm saying in context? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He may never be able to understand it. And for me, I may have to live with that and put his well-being before what he did. In a way, do you think this kind of broke down the doors for you to be able to address something like this publicly and then work on fixing things with your relationship and your approach? As a 34-year-old man, mm -hmm. uh, his willingness to accept the uniqueness of how God has wired him mm -hmm. and to embrace it and to embrace the, the tools that are available will be a very beautiful thing is because sometimes that will give you a greater opening of understanding what life is around you and it gives you context more than anything i'm grateful that he felt like that went in in his darkest hour that we pulled up and i was going to say that 
was there any hesitation? Because, you know, a lot of people would be like, I'd write my son off if he did that. I'd write my daughter off when he did that. But when your son got into trouble, was there any hesitation? Be like, should I go help? Or should I, he wants me to stand back. He wants to embarrass me. I'll let him figure it out on his own. Was there mm. any hesitation? Great, great. Or you or your wife? Great question. At the end of the day, he's still my son. And when something like that happened, all bets were off. And we, me and his incredible mother, shout out to his mother. Mm -hmm. Shout out to his mother. Mm -hmm. Boy, if I tell you, Angela, that that woman, she missed, that woman camped out in Los Angeles for weeks to make sure. Because, you know, the, mm -hmm. that's her only son. Right. Mm -hmm. She camped out. Shout out to his mother. His mother is a hero. And I do want people to know that even though what happened with my son and I, and and once again, I acknowledge the mistake that I made, it's because I know what I was, the reason why I was so disappointed in myself is because I know what I'm dealing with. He just, that day, that, well, those two days, because they're recording, it's two separate recordings. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so he recorded me, and I hadn't talked to him in five years. Wow. I hadn't talked to my son in five years when he finally, when he, when he called me. But I do want people to know I love him. I want the world to hear it loud. I love my son. Thank y'all for asking that in such a, this is the first time I've talked about this. Yeah, no, I know, it's a. Yeah, yeah, th you know, thank y'all for being really, really, really like kind and gracious. With you it know, too. I really, really, I, I really Well, thank really you for it. being open. You always are down to answer and talk about anything. I know yeah. it's difficult, I can see. So we appreciate you for even sharing like what you did today. We, we, we definitely appreciate you, thank you. And shout out to my son is I love him and I believe he's gonna be even greater than what he realizes. He's an incredible, incredible, incredible mind and and sometimes God gives us these unique special minds and, and when we embrace it, we can become better. Absolutely. Well, Kirk Franklin, we appreciate you for joining us. The new album, Thank you. Maverick City Kingdom Book One is out right now. Shout out to Maverick City. The bus, they, they had a hard time getting here. <laughs> Maverick City, they on fire. Youngins, we on tour right now. Come see us. Let's go. And shout out to you and your wife, too. When I called you out, because I, I wanted to meet you for my book. You Yo, man, I'm honored, in, in man. Minute, so thank you. Thank you. And shout out wife. to your Appreciate wife, it. too. Thank yeah. you so much. Do I need to be looking for, you know, <laughs> hey, you know, you you want you want, want, a, want a good godly man that'll <laughs> cook for you and make sure that your bath water's rubbed and ready for you to get home? What, what, what you want me to do? Oh, no, I'm good. Actually, my man does all of that. He come does, on. He come definitely on. cooks more than yeah. I do. And come on. Come well, on. You good, man. You good. Now, you know, we got to leave with a prayer. Oh, man. Super dope, man. Well, uh, man, Father, thank you for the opportunity to just come be around beautiful souls. I pray that you continue to open up more doors for them to be lights and so much darkness in the world. Thank you for the three of them. And uh, Father, I pray for people that are listening to me right now that have made mistakes. I want them to know that there's no condemnation, that the guilt that they live in is not from God. The guilt they live in is not from God because that guilt does not allow you to rise above the mistake and learn from it and be better. I want you to know that there's no mistake that you can ever make that God's heart and his arms are not open to you because he's the God of grace, love and mercy, and it never runs out. And Father, help us to continue to know that the same grace that you give us, we need to give to each other. That it's so easy for us to write people off, but you never wrote us off. As a matter of fact, before we've even born, you sent your son to die for us before we even made one mistake. So there's not one mistake that we could ever do that you won't forgive. That's how dope and incredible your love is. I pray for families. I continue to pray for my family. And Father, lift up my son right now. Let him know that he's loved by you. Let him know that he's loved and that there's nothing impossible with you. And that your love for him is only, only, only the touch of what he can and shall be. And Father, help me to be in every way the best father that I can be so that we may honor you because none of this stuff matters if I can't win at home. And we give you all the glory in your name, Christ. Amen. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, it's Kirk Franklin. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hold up. 
right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.